1: the auburn tigers should have a rising star leading their defense
0: freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer
1: to the coast yes you are locked on
2: auburn your daily podcast on the auburn tigers part of the locked on
1: podcast network your team every day yes welcome on into to locked on auburn your daily auburn Tigers podcast I'm your host Zach Blackman thank you so much for making On Auburn your first listen every single day today's show a little bit different we will be joined by Caroline Fitton of On LSU I want to talk about all things Demario Tolan she covered the former LSU linebacker now current Auburn linebacker better than anyone and then after that Auburn quarterback Hank Brown joins the show Caroline Finn joining us, the host of Locked On LSU. Look, Caroline, Auburn fans are excited about a former LSU Tiger. Still a Tiger, but coming to the Plains. Demario Tolan, former four-star linebacker. What was your kind of reaction? First off, we'll go chronologically here, mm-hmm. when Demario Tolan announced that he was entering the portal. I would say
2: I was surprised And also kind of bummed. I felt like with throughout this transfer portal opening, LSU's had a handful of guys leave, but it really wasn't, you know, franchise altering, just totally soul crushing moves that were made. It was guys that were good, but just didn't really find their way into the starting rotation. And it wasn't really guys that I thought, okay, how in the world is LSU going to replace these guys? But there were two of them that I thought, man, that really is a bummer. One being wide receiver, Jack Besh transferring into TCU. The second being DeMario Tolan, because all season long, Brian Kelly has really made it a priority of his to call out DeMario Tolan. I remember after the LSU Arkansas game, it was a gross defensive battle, 13-10 final score. And that was a game that LSU's defensive line and linebacker core single-handedly won. And a reporter asked Brian Kelly about Greg Penn, another linebacker on, on the depth chart. He said, yep, he had his best game this season, but don't forget about DeMario Tolan because he's made Greg Penn's job so much more difficult in practice. He was pushing all the other linebackers and he was making so much progress just in his first year that he was making veterans feel uncomfortable in their starting jobs. So I was really looking forward to DeMario Tolan and this next step forward that I thought he would inevitably take in year two. Um, You know, he played in all but one game this season. He sat out against Florida State in week one because he was... Recovering from surgery over the summer, okay. but he made his impact known in almost every single game this season. And I thought next year, if Brian Kelly's already calling him out, already saying that he's making things competitive in practice, well, then in year two, there's probably a starting role cut out for him. So I'm bummed to see a really talented guy leave, a guy who really was competitive and pushed all the other linebackers in practice. Um, and he's just a good, talented player who has experience. I think that's also key for Auburn as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always a good feeling when you get a player that his former team is bummed that he's gone. Right. That, that's always kind of a, a good feeling. Kind of makes it feel like more of a, more of a win, especially when you tie in, you know, the SEC West rivalry that, that that's kind of impacted here as well. Absolutely. Why, Caroline? Why do you think Demario? left? I mean, was he still probably going to kind of come off the bench, not technically be a starter? What's the kind of what's the situation there?
2: And that's a good question because that's kind of what I want to figure out as well. I always view players transferring for being a, of a few reasons. One, maybe you just don't fit within the system. Maybe yeah. what you were promised by the coaching staff, you didn't necessarily get. It's not a good culture fit for you. That's one thing. Totally understand. The right. second thing is you're not getting the playing time that you feel that you deserve, or you don't feel like next year, you're going to have a clear path to getting the playing time that you want. I can't believe that it's the latter for DeMario Tolan, just because he did get a good bit of playing time as a true freshman. And everything that we've heard from Brian Kelly was, we're going to see more of him. We're excited about him. We can't wait to see how he starts to fill in a a larger role in his second year. So I have to think it was maybe just a culture thing. Maybe it was a coaching staff thing that he was like, "Look, this just isn't the right fit for me. Because in terms of playing time and in terms of being promised things in the future, I have to believe that LSU viewed him as a key component and a key building block moving forward, especially considering how shallow this linebacker core is at LSU going into 2023.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting, to the timing of it. If my timeline's off on this, Caroline, call me out. But he committed to – or he signed with Brian Kelly. It's not like yeah. he was com- uh, signed you know, under Ed O and he was let go and then Brian Kelly came in. I mean, he last year was his first year, so he signed to Kelly and his coaching staff. So th- it, the timing is a little odd, especially mm-hmm. – when you hear more and more LSU folks like yourself kind of talk up this guy and say, Hey, yeah, it was a little bit surprising that he left. Uh, Do you think NIL is part of this Caroline? Was he taking care of at LSU? What are your thoughts on that? I think that very well could be part of the conversation as well. And I think that's another
2: thing. Whenever guys transfer, at least announce that they're entering the transfer portal, I'm sure money is on their minds. And if it is, that's totally fine. You know, I'm not gonna, you know, discredit a player wanting to find better opportunities elsewhere. I wouldn't be surprised if there was maybe a, a frustration within the linebacker room. You look at Harold Perkins, a true freshman linebacker who was starting consistently, who was consistently disrupting games, and who had become a household name throughout LSU fan bases and probably throughout the SEC as well. Yeah. I look at Arkansas, that LSU-Arkansas game that I mentioned where Brian Kelly was talking up to Mario Tolan. That's the Harold Perkins game. He single-handedly won that game for LSU. So I do wonder if Demario Tolan is looking at it like, look, I'm in the same position group as Harold Perkins. I'm not getting as much recognition on or off the field, not getting as much NIL money. And he's like, look, you know, if I'm not going to be number one linebacker in this room, if I'm not going to be top dog in this room, then maybe I'll go wherever I can be. And if that's the case, then good for him. He's going to get wherever He's going to go wherever he can get the opportunities that he deserves. So maybe it's NIL, maybe it's playing time, and maybe it's just he's looking at the sheer talent in the linebacker room and saying, I want to be number one, and I can only do that elsewhere.
1: Yeah, so Caroline, give me your thoughts on Demario Tolan, the player. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, this coaching staff has talked him up, played a limited role. I think he played 74 defensive snaps, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he he looked good, and and. Something that's encouraging is the more snaps he played, the higher PFF grade he got. Alabama, yeah. I think he played 20 snaps at linebacker and that was his highest grade of the season and so Auburn fans are saying, you know, LSU won that cuz of Demario Tolan which is which is kind of a joke of course, but still. Um, you can he, believe he, whatever you want to believe. Yeah, that's thank you. Thank you Caroline. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. No, I but yeah, as far as the player, he seems pretty rangy. Seems like he can cover a lot of ground pretty quickly for a guy his size. That's definitely something what do you see when you watch him on the field?
2: Yeah, and look, you mentioned Alabama, and I think the Ole Miss game really was his best game of the season. He had ten okay. tackles on the season, so not you know not crazy, sexy stats, but four of those came against Ole Miss, and it's it's like you mentioned it—the more opportunities he gets the better he gets. It's almost like a steamroll thing of yeah. the more he plays, the more and more he heats up. And I think that it's the combination of size and speed. We talk a lot about that with Harold Perkins. Like I mentioned, you know, another linebacker in that room, another true freshman, that it's amazing giving his, given his size that he is so quick and can attack the quarterback like he can, even though he is this massive, you know, behemoth of a linebacker. So I think Demario Tolan possesses very similar qualities of he's a big guy who can tackle well, but he's also very quick on his feet.
1: Yeah, 222. I, I like linebackers about 225 to 230. Anything north of that, um, the whole thumper thing in today's day of college football, like, I, I don't know if that makes a ton of sense. So. You got to be
2: able to get to the quarterback. You got to be light <laughs> enough on your feet. Yeah, yeah
1: and, and you got to cover tight ends and occasional slot receiver, you know, cross in the middle of the field. So, um, seems like he's got everything that, that, that you want a linebacker. Caroline, thank you so much for your time as always. How can people check out all of your LSU content?
2: Yep. You can find locked on LSU, wherever you listen to podcasts on your preferred podcast platform. You can also find us on YouTube and you can find me on Twitter at Caroline Finton One.
1: Thank you so much to Caroline. We will jump into a conversation with Auburn quarterback, Hank Brown in just a moment. Got to tell you about our friends at Bet online. Bet online is the place with the most odds, props and lines. Uh, than anybody else in any corner of the interwebs, they've got a great, easy-to-use mobile website. Just search Bet Online; it'll come up. Bet Online—it's where the game starts.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangeDays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangeDays.com. All
1: right, joining us now on the show, Auburn quarterback Hank Brown. Hank, how's that sound? Auburn quarterback Hank Brown. This has got a nice ring to it, huh?
3: We got a nice ring to it. I love the sound of that.
1: Yeah. So for for the longest time, uh, I guess you thought it would be Liberty quarterback Hank Brown because you are committed to Hugh, uh, Hugh Freeze. You guys have a relationship that goes back a good bit. What's uh, what's your relationship with Coach Freeze like?
3: Yeah, we have a great relationship. I mean, as you just said, it's it's gone back a while now. Yeah. Um, and you know, I just love him. Obviously, he's a great coach, but. What I love the most about him is his authenticity um, and how he is as a person and um, the culture builder that he is. That's one of the biggest things I've noticed. Is at Liberty when I first committed, um, the culture that they had there was something that I didn't see anywhere else. Um, and I know that that he's going to do the same thing at Auburn. And so I'm super excited to see um, all that he's going to be able to do at Auburn. You yeah. know. Obviously, he's going to do great things as a coach. But what's just awesome as well, just another add-on, is is as a person, he's a great culture builder. He's authentic, and and he's gonna gonna be a great great fit for Auburn.
1: So you're committed to him. You're committed to Liberty, and then how did you get the news that oh, okay, he's now going to be hired to be Auburn's head coach? What was that process like for you?
3: Yeah, I mean, so. Me as well as everybody else kind of heard it on Twitter um, because, you know, he wasn't planning on it being leaked before his bowl game. Um, So I just found out about it over Twitter. I mean, I've obviously I kind of thought that was what's going to happen. There were a bunch of rumors going around about Lane Kiffin or him being the next Auburn head coach. So I I figured um, that was his next step and so, after uh, obviously that was chaos, a lot of stuff happened um after everything kind of settled down a little bit, um I got to talk with him and and some other coaches um at auburn um and you know they just kind of told me where they're at and how they're it, they were really busy at the time you know they had they had a lot of stuff that they had to get through um and so then I was like, well, you know, I was at Liberty." You know, it's a great place. I love Liberty. But the coaches were a big part of that. And Coach Freeze was obviously one of the main parts um that I loved about it. And so him moving on to Auburn, it was like, well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna decommit and reopen my options. Um and they had to get through some things and then but yeah, that's kinda that's kind of the story and how I found out about it.
1: So did you talk to Coach while you were still committed to Liberty after he was, was hired? Or did you decommit and say, hey, coach, you know, I'd still love to play for you? What what did that conversation look like, Hank?
3: Yeah, so um, I had talks with um, some other assistant coaches, uh, mainly from Liberty, that were going to Auburn with him. Yeah. And I was still committed to Liberty at the time because they were looking for a head coach. I didn't know what the future held um, with them. Um, And so um, I had talks with with them and, and coach freeze. And, um, so I just kind of was figuring it all out. And then I was like, um, you know, that they said that obviously there was a lot going on. So they, they couldn't tell me, um, they, they, they pretty much told me they wanted me at Auburn, but they, they had to get through some things. The previous staff had a quarterback that they offered. Um, and so when freeze came in and them um, they wanted to change that and so they said we had to get through some things and um so I I told them I'm gonna decommit from Liberty and reopen all my options and so that's kind of how it all how it all went down
1: cool that's awesome that's awesome so ever since uh ever since you've been committed to Auburn and, and now signed Hank we've referred to you as uh the baby goat because we think your future is bright we think you've got a a lot of the intangibles that uh, Hugh freeze looks for in a quarterback. And obviously he's had a great track record with quarterbacks, which you probably know, he's probably told you a million times. And uh, so you probably know what the track record is better than any of us. Is that okay that we're calling you the baby goat right now?
3: That is, that is totally fine me. I, I like the sound of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you have any nicknames? Do you have anything, uh, anything cool that they call you like Hank the hammer or anything like that?
3: Um, some people call me Hank the Tank, but it's not really like a big nickname. Okay. I like I Baby Goat.
1: <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> as long as you've signed off on it, we're, uh, we'll, we'll move forward with that now. That's awesome. We will continue our conversation with Auburn quarterback Hank Brown in just a moment, specifically asking, what is it that makes you freeze such an elite recruiter? I think his answer is pretty interesting. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Look, it's the new year. Everybody's trying to get slim, get fit, but you still crave sweet, tasty treats. You need to go to get some Built Bars. And normally I tell you, just go to built.com, which you still can do to get all kinds of different flavor options and different types of ways uh, because they've got their Built Bars, their Built Puffs, they've got all kinds of things. But now you can go to Walmart or to Sam's Club to check out all the flavors that you have there too, while uh, while you're out doing your grocery shopping, you can come home with some built bars. I don't know how built does it, but all their bars covered 100% in chocolate. Very, very good. Very high in protein. Very low in calories. What's not to like? So be sure to check out our friends at Built.com or Built Bars now in Walmart and in Sam's Club.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles. Including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months, or up to thirty three hundred dollars off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com dot com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com dot uh, com.
1: Hank, so many people are talking about you know Hugh Freeze. The recruiter, right? And when, when it was kind of rumored and it was picking up steam that he was going to be Albert's next guy, a lot of folks who were pro Hugh Freeze are like, yes, he's going to recruit his tail off. Clearly, he's hit the ground running. I mean, what he did the month leading up to early signing day, um, you know, getting you to, to part, be part of the class is definitely part of that. What is it that makes him good at it? it, it it's clear the work ethic is there. It, it seems like he's constantly working on that nonstop. But what is he? What is he selling to you guys? What is it that's like, oh yeah, you know what? I do want to be at Auburn. I do want to be with Coach Freeze. What's he telling you guys to to make you guys come to Auburn?
3: Um, kind of going back to what I said earlier, the biggest thing that he is about is his authenticity and how he's just honest with his players and just tells them what they're going to get at Auburn um, and what they're looking for and what they need the player to do, the recruit to do, you know, what their future looks like. Um, And so I think just, you know, recruiting, you don't get that often. Um, And as a player, I mean, I can tell you, like, coaches lie to you, um, you know, and and crazy things happen throughout all of recruiting. And so just I think he's gotten – he's built a reputation of, of that, and and players know that. And so, you know, he's just selling he's like what, what he sells is he, he tells them how they are as people and how they're not just going to grow as a football player. That's a given, but they're going to grow as people um, and, and of people in their faith. And, and so I think that's that's a big thing of why, you know, he, he's starting the trend of of people getting over here to Auburn.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So you played for Trent Dilfer, right? Yes, sir. How was that? getting to play a quarterback for a for a former NFL quarterback. That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, it was awesome. It was definitely one of the best experiences I've ever had. Um you know, when I transferred to Lipscomb to play for him, um you know, I didn't I didn't expect it to be as good as it was, you know, um and it was just everything I've learned. Mostly everything I've learned is from him. You know, he's a mastermind. Um he just he he's so good at so good and intentional with everything he does it's yeah it's so it's so impactful and it, was, it impacted me in such a such a positive way um you know and so it was a huge blessing being able to play play under him and, and learn from him
1: so now he's at UAB did you hear what he said uh at, at his press conference on on signing day did you hear about all the drama that that caused
3: I did not hear about that
1: yeah he said something along the lines of like you know we're gonna we're gonna win the state. We're gonna get the the best players in the state of Alabama. Sure, the top ones can go to uh, to Alabama, but we'll get we'll get the next ones. That's essentially what he was saying. And a lot of people are like, did he forget Auburn was there? So you don't have to comment on that since you played for him. But I thought that was fun. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. So, um. But as far as players that you're kind of talking to that are currently on the roster right now, Hank, are you, are you talking to other guys in the quarterback room like? like Robbie or or Holden or or TJ right now? Are there any relationships being built there?
3: Um, So I haven't been able to talk to any of the quarterbacks in the QB room. Um, We've kind of, we've interacted over social media a little bit, um, but I've really, I'm trying to build relationships with the guy in my class, the guys in my class to start, uh, the recruits in my class, um, because I know that'll be big down the road. Um, And so... I'm getting in contact with them, talking with them. Um, and so that, that's where I'm starting, um, but I'm definitely going to get to that as soon as I can. You know, I've been reaching out. Uh, some, of the, some of the receivers have been reaching out to me. They want me to come down and throw cause, because I'm playing football. Um, I mean, basketball, sorry. Sure. Uh, I'm not graduating early, and so I'm coming at the beginning of summer. Um, and so some of the receivers have been reaching out to me, wanting me to come down and throw with them. Uh, so I'm, I'm this spring, I'm going to definitely come down and throw with a bunch of them and build build a relationship with them, which I think is a huge part.
1: Who was the first receiver to reach out to you to throw?
3: Um, there, were, there were a few. Um, there's a good amount.
1: Okay, I got yeah. you. I got you. Yeah, your class, getting to know the folks in your class, you'll get the opportunity to do something that not a lot of quarterbacks, Auburn quarterbacks in recent memory have been able to do, which is bond with – incoming offensive lineman it's been hard yeah. to get offensive lineman and Hugh Freeze has is, is out how to do that quickly but you got some big dudes in your class
3: yeah we got some we got some really big dudes I love it it's awesome obviously being the quarterback knowing you got big dudes coming in with you um our class is full of offensive and defensive linemen so
1: what um what kind of conversations have you had with, with the new OC with uh with coach Philip Montgomery
3: you know, uh, I've talked with him a good amount, and I love him. He's, he's an amazing guy, and obviously his track record's been amazing as well and all the quarterbacks that he's uh, produced uh, through the years. And so, you know, I've had some great conversations with him, and I'm really excited to be working with him.
1: Awesome. Well, Hank, this has been fun. You did this on a short notice. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like you got a game tonight. So best of luck with that. And, um, yeah, man, welcome, uh, welcome to Auburn. Glad to have you. thank you thank you so much to Caroline Fitton and Hank Brown for joining us on the show today we'll have a fun show tomorrow as well with a couple of different guests Zeb Jasper expected to be on uh as well so that should be pretty fun should be pretty pretty neat you can find all my written work at auburndaily.com and until then we'll see you tomorrow this has been Locked on Auburn